Hello everyone. In today's episode, I'm joined with Gabby, and 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 she has Crohn's disease like me. Yes. <laughs> um. So it's gonna it's gonna be great to talk about that. Um. And her journey so far. Um. And yeah, thanks, Gabby, for 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 joining me today. I'm really happy to be here. I'm really excited. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be awesome to speak to you. Um. About 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 your Crohn's and and yeah. and, and see how you're doing at the moment. Um. So, would you mind just doing an introduction of yourself? Yeah. Hi, guys. I'm Gabby Palooza. Um, I'm from California. Um, yeah, that's pretty much me. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, it's quite cool, isn't it? Like, just I'm from the UK. You're, yeah. You're, you're from um, California. Yeah. Um, and then we're talking just like on a video call, really. <laughs> exactly. It's so cool. I love it. Yeah. Um. So if, if we start with like Crohn's, like when were you diagnosed? So I was diagnosed with Crohn's at the age of eight years old, but I had been being tested for Crohn's since I was six years old. Okay. So quite a while then. Yeah. Let's say that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And like, was you told like like later on, like, or, 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 or was you told like when you were eight, like yourself? wait can you repeat that one more time i'm yeah. so sorry yeah because like but like when you were saying that it's quite young i would say like yeah because i don't know like it, it did you know when you was eight or, or did, did you find out you had crohn's maybe later on like a, so i found out right when i turned eight like it was like it was i was pretty young i mean it is a pretty like young diagnosis but like um yeah, so I, like, knew, like, right when I turned eight, and I think I was, like, really scared when it happened, because, like, I was, like, I'm eight years old, like, I don't really, like, know what's going on. Like, I think when I get a cold, it's the end of the world. Like, what is this, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'm the same, and, like, like especially, like, with COVID still going around, and, and, exactly. and, and stuff like that, it's really scary, isn't it? It is, it really is. Yeah. Have you got COVID, like, yet? Um, not, like, I had it one time. Um, and it was because I actually went to the hospital for something related to Crohn's. I went to the hospital and I think one of the nurses that treated me had COVID. Um, so like, I was like super cautious, like during the entire thing, like I did not go out. Like I was like in my little bubble and I was honestly like, it wasn't the funnest thing ever, but it was like keeping me safe. So like, I was just like in my bubble. And then the one time I like venture out to like go to like the hospital to like get treatment then I get COVID it was like oh my goodness oh I can imagine how maybe I suppose upset you was because like you have to be going to hospital to get treatments exactly I was pretty like I was pretty torn up about it because I was like there's no way that like I can avoid this thing like I have to go like that's the only place that I can like get help get treatment get feeling better and it was like it was so frustrating I think you kind of feel like because it's been around a while now, really, isn't it? Um, it's, it's not going to go away. I think it's always going to be there. Yeah, um, that's what I'm yeah. kind of like thinking. Like it's always just going to be there. It's going to be. Yeah, because we have to do stuff, don't we? We do. We do. We really do have to like do like be able to like go outside, but like also like I'm still being so cautious and careful. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Like I, I, I like straight away like when the pandemic began even before I was probably the most cautious I, I like I'm not most cautious like most isolated I yes. was um 
because it, it it got it got really bad to start with, didn't it? Like COVID. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Like the second, like I was, the second like lockdown happened, I like, the doctors were kind of already talking to my mom about like kind of like pulling me out of school. They're like, oh, we don't like really know. Like I think we should like pull her out. And my mom was like, well, let's just stay until the school says something. You know, like let's like we're trying to give you like a normal school experience. And then. The week before school like actually shut down, my mom's like, yeah, we're not doing this. We got to go. And then the week after, everybody shut down. Like, everything went down. Yeah, like, because since then, I I, I, I was at college, mm-hmm. like, at like the start of the pandemic. And I, I think I remember the last day I was there uh, really well because um, it was just people starting to get used to, like, not used to it, just hearing of it more like about yeah. it getting worse rather than they announced it as a global pandemic yeah um, and like I was in a math class I remember and um the teacher like you know like the helper teachers that you can have yeah uh, in, in the classroom um one was not that far from me and she sneezed um and she didn't put hands on her mouth or anything um mm-hmm. and I I ran out the, the class um just to be safe exactly um, like I've been like so cautious like that too I'm like oh let's yeah. go and you know what I did I left my bag in there oh. <laughs> I left my bag in there so I- I'm there rushing out and I, I would have gone probably exit the building even yeah um but I didn't want to leave my bag and I, I don't want to yeah. go in there when she just sneezed everywhere yeah um, you're like waiting um and in a way it's funny like later on in the day what happened her responses yeah. and stuff because um, I went in to get my bag. I don't think she saw me. I think, I think, <laughs> I think she left. Um, I I go and get my bag, and what, 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 like later in the day there was a PE lesson. Yeah. Um, and I I I'm there in that, and then she she, she comes up to me and says, um, Mason, have you uh, 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 did you go for a, like a hospital appointment earlier or something? Mm. Like, uh, a doctor's, and I, and I was like, no. No, I've been here all day. <laughs> I've been here all day. Um, I only left because you sneezed, and and then yeah, you know what she said. She said I don't have COVID, and um and my response was um yeah, but why didn't like you you might not have COVID, you might have COVID, you don't know, but yeah, why didn't you put your hands on your mouth? Exactly, uh, like we just got to cover. Yeah, and her response was, I got thought back. That's what she said. I got a sore back. <laughs> I'm not pretty sure we've got a sore back. I understand <laughs> we can get sore backs. Yeah. Um, from the illnesses and stuff, but surely don't make you stop you from putting your hand over your mouth. I know, like <laughs> just like a little. <laughs> yeah, it's a two different parts. Your arm's not a part of your back. Not on your back. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, and then from there on, <laughs> I didn't go back. <laughs> I can't. I moved. I, I I moved college because they they were pestering me for not going in because of because in the government in the UK stuff like that it really changed quickly. Um, mm-hmm. like there was a period of time that we got our letters like for people who are vulnerable to to stay in for the the weeks that they said. But once that was over, that all you regardless if you have an illness or not, you could go in and school the, like the, the college was like that you have to go in or otherwise you might have to get kicked off the course and then um I did work on the computer which is it's kind of better on the computer than going in yeah. 
Um, but and then I moved, and then yeah. So that was that was the scenario there. <laughs> that's oh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So like with your Crohn's, how would you say you're doing at the moment? On at the moment right now, I'm I I okay. So I was I experienced remission at the beginning of this year. I was told that I was in remission. And so I kind of had like a year of remission. And now I was just recently told in like March that I had am no longer in remission. Oh. So we're kind of struggling with like figuring out what's the next move and like, you know, stuff like that. So at the moment, I would say it's not the best. But for the past year, it has been really good. Okay. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's annoying, isn't it? When, yeah. When you're in remission and all of a sudden you're not. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm not in remission either. Um, yeah. Um, it's not painful in remission, though. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more like my levels are out of range for my crime. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Like, for me, I, like, I had never been in remission, like, ever before this year. Like, I was just told this year, like, you're in remission. It was the first time ever. Like, I had been fighting the fight for years, and I was like, I finally did it. And, like, when March hit, and they're like, so you're no longer in remission. I was like, yeah, I figured that. <laughs> oh, well, what, 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 why? So, what, um, is it like, like, like because you're not in remission? Like, what, what do, do you know what's caused you not to be in remission? I, we honestly, we haven't gone that far yet. We don't like know like what kind of like pushed me out. Um, we just know that like my body is fighting. Um, a little harder than it like it normally should so yeah is it like painful at all it is pretty painful just like at certain times so like it's not constant pain all the time but when it is painful it like gets there you know yeah that's it where, where would you say the pain is you think um honestly like literally only my stomach like that's like kind of like where it is and then like you know like the joint pain yeah, yeah and like yeah. that has been like I think the joint pain has been like the thing that I'm getting the most used to because I'm kind of used to like the stomach pain it's been like happening all my life I've like kind of like gotten used to it um but the joint pain is what's like really hard to get used to yeah I've like uh, I've always uh, like because I, I was diagnosed with Crohn's in um 2017 mm-hmm. um I was about six, I was about 17 16 when mm-hmm. I was diagnosed and uh, I, I kind of felt I, I was I got it younger, but wasn't developed till yeah. like, I was older. Um, because I, I've always been like with joints, I, I've always struggled. I've always been yeah. like, joint pain. Like if I do sport or exercise, quite yeah. like to, to to my full fullest, I won't be able to walk for days. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's like that, and like fatigue as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's crazy, isn't it? The fatigue part. Oh my gosh. I'm like I'm sleeping all the time and it's like it's kinda crazy. Yeah. Like I I get told if I sleep in the middle of the day, someone walks in and says, Don't go to sleep now, you won't sleep later on. I'm like <laughs> trust me, I will sleep. Yeah. If I close my eyes, I will fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like put a program on the telly and then if I fall asleep. Exactly, I'll fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, put put Netflix on or something. I know. Yeah. yeah. Um but but yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean about like the stomach pain. Um, yeah. Like, is it like a burning feeling for you? Um, it's more throbbing for me. I think like it's always like sometimes it's sharp. Um, but like it's mainly like more throbbing. Okay. Yeah, because I it, it's 
is it is it's not a nice feeling is it no it's definitely not but I think like the interesting thing with it is like you can have like the pain in the same places like in with different people but they'll experience like different like ways of pain like some people like it'll be in the same spot but it'll be sharp or some people will be throbbing or like other things you know yeah yeah uh, I know what you mean yeah um I I because how I got diagnosed was was that pain like the sharpie acidy pain yeah. um and I, I I couldn't I couldn't sleep like I, I can't I, like it's that bad like you can't really sleep with it exactly um and I also lost a lot of weight too yeah that comes with it <laughs> yeah and then and then you get you'll get people saying you look nice like that because you've lost weight I know I I experienced the same thing because like I was on steroids for a lot of years right Mm -hmm. um when they first diagnosed me so I was that was my form of treatment so you know like moon face and like all that kind of thing like it was a struggle and then when they took me off the steroids I like it was like instant like it's all gone and I'm like oh my god like I everybody's like oh my god Gabby you look so good and like I literally feel awful like (laughs) yes it's it's awful isn't it like you you get told that when when you're ill yeah exactly yeah um and because I was in when I was diagnosed I was in like the last year of school yeah um and it wasn't a very good time to get diagnosed really to get diagnosed because it was exams and everything yeah um that that kind of time and I I didn't have no choice like I kind of had to let people know what was going on um, yeah because like they that they, they'll be wondering where I am and and stuff like that, um and and yeah and I, I was part of a drama group too where I I was probably I, I was a multiple character person so I would be about you know multiple role character where you about a few characters in yeah in drama and stuff and um like that had to be put on hold uh, and everything and in a way it was good because I did my exams on my own so no one was in there yeah <laughs> um I like it like that. Me too. I feel like it's a lot easier to focus when it's just like me. Yeah, and then you ain't got people staring at you, but like, like exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, even though the per there ought to be one person watching you anyway, but um, yeah, it's better one than a lot more. <laughs> no, like I love doing like things like by myself. Like I do all my homework. Like literally, I need to be by myself. I can't be talking to anyone. Like it's. It's so much better. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, the thing I normally do is like if I'm, if I'm doing something by, by myself and I can't concentrate, I will um put music on. Yeah. Same. Yeah, yeah. like like every time I do a podcast, I have to put like soundtracks or, or music on the background because I, I yeah. won't I won't concentrate what to write. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, and. I think of a name as well. It's just, it's like, <laughs> what are you gonna call this week's episode? And yeah, like, and then when music's in there, kind of, kind of keeps you focused. Like, oh, we call it that. I do. I do like music. Yeah. Do you? Are you? Are you type of person that would like any sort of music, or you just you stick to one? I listen to a lot of different types of music. It's kind of crazy. Like, I listen to a lot of David Bowie. I think that's who I listen to. Like, quite often (laughs) but um I listen to like all different genres I really like French music 
that's okay. like one of my favorites like really soft french music love that yeah yeah i i i, I Speaking of French music, I think um, the Eurovision Song Contest, the person of the year was French, who, who, who won it, I think. Oh, really? That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. But, but before last year's, yeah, it, no, this year's one, it might have been a, a French person that won it. And, and, it, and it's, it's a really nice song. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. I like I like French music. Like, what I'm, like, like doing... Um, things that like I need to focus on. I always listen to French music. Yeah, yeah. See, it, it, it's nice. Like it, it's nice if you have your your own playlist or something on Spotify or yeah. or somewhere, and then you just press play random, and it's nice to know like a random song that you picked comes up too. Exactly. Yeah. Do you like? Do you, are you on any medication at the moment for your crime? Um. Yeah. I honestly. Yeah. So I've been on a lot of medication, like, from the beginning of it. Um, but, like, now, I think we're honestly, like, right now, they're cutting back on, like, how much medication I'm on. Um, just because, like, when you're in, like, a flare, it's, like, so hard to just, like, remember the simple things, you know? Like, yeah. the things that I've been doing every day, it's so hard to, like, even, like, remember what I'm doing. So, like, remembering to take my meds has not always been, like, the easiest thing. Even though, like, I've taken them every day for, like, however long, I still, like, I can't, like, focus on it. So, like, I just, I take them, like, they're just trying to cut back on what I'm taking. Okay. But, yeah, I like to, my entire, like, we've tried to, like, substitute, like, with nutrition. So, that's been, like, a lot, um, that's been a lot more helpful, I found. Yeah. Yeah, because um, like I, I'm the same. It could be it could be really forgetful, like when, yeah. when you're taking medication and stuff. Um, because I I take in the morning and evening, so um, I have to remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I have to eat something as well. Well, eating's yeah. not a, eating isn't a problem, but like like you have to eat like maybe your breakfast and then you have your tablets and then yeah, then later on in the day as well yeah but it is it is like i i have my own little box like monday to sunday so i keep it all in there <laughs> that's good um even though sometimes i would do it gone midnight sometimes <laughs> if i forgot it like late in the day um yeah um which i shouldn't really because i take more in the morning than i do at night oh really yeah so I'll take like azathioprine. I've always been on azathioprine for my for, mm -hmm. for my Crohn's and um, which I don't like being on this medication because it dampens my immune system a lot. Um, yes. And I can't not go in it because I don't want to risk Crohn's to be bad. Exactly. That's like kind of like it because like a lot of the medications that I take are like immuno suppressant so like I am like immunocompromised most of the time and so like little like little things just get me sick and it makes me like it just makes me upset you know yeah yeah it's it is it, it is sad like 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 hey it, it is it's, it's really sad that well we have to do all this but if it keeps us okay I guess then yeah exactly like I'd rather do this than like be in like like not ever reach remission, but also being on them are really frustrating sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So 
you was so was it January that you reached remission and then up to March that you got out of it? So the beginning of like I think it was last June. Okay. I reached remission and then I was in remission for like a good while um until March. Well, obviously I fell out of remission like earlier than that, but I was told I wasn't in remission in March. So Yeah, so it's quite a while then. I yeah, it was. I literally, I, I felt amazing. I'm really glad I got to, like, experience remission and, like, experience, mm-hmm. like, what it's like to not constantly mm-hmm. be like this. But um, at the same time, it is a little frustrating. Yeah, because like, it's quite rare, I, I think, to get into remission, too. Exactly. It really, like, I found, um, at least, like, here, a lot of my friends that have it, they've been in remission for years like they just find like one medication that works and they're in remission for years and I was so envious of that because like when I met these people I was like eight years old I was really young so like seeing all these people like be in remission and like kids my age being able to be in remission and I'm like okay it'll be my time the next year it's not my time it'll be my time the next year not my time you know so it was really exciting when I got to like live remission but now it's like oh it's gone Maybe for uh, fingers crossed that you you get back fingers into remission. Fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah, like it's annoying not being in remission because, like, if if you're in remission, it's a good chance that you're in remission for a while that you exactly. can really come off the medication you're on. Fully, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that yeah. was like my dream is like being able to like completely just like not like. Crohn's will always be a part of me. IBD will always be a part of me. I really will always advocate for it. Absolutely. But I wanted to get to the point where it didn't super affect me anymore. And I was really hoping for that one. Yeah. I, I was it's it's it is it's difficult because like like it you're on this you there's so much medications out there that you can take. Exactly. Like, if something doesn't work. Um because like I've been on well I, I was the, the first like um I I I did start off like my first like I, I was in infusions, um infliximab that that they were called. Um but I was only on that for a year. Um mm-hmm. and it went wrong on the on the tenth Yeah. Tenth, on the tenth one and it was quite bad as well. <laughs> <laughs> like the the reaction um because um because when i did the loading doses and stuff or, or, or in it um 15 minutes um something went wrong and like i um my arms started feeling really puffy um yeah i've experienced like the same thing yeah and and I, not only that i uh i struggled to breathe as well um yeah, yeah i needed oxygen um so um they carried it on because, of course, each time you're going for it, they could do it a little bit faster to finish it quicker. Exactly. Um, um but but all that stuff in here that they put, like it makes you go to toilet all the time. So, like, yeah, like I'm now not wanting to go to the toilet. Um, and then I'm like, can you unplug me? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I experienced a similar thing. I think. When I was first diagnosed, I was doing infusions and then I found out like after a couple like infusions, I was allergic to the medication, but the medication like infusions, they stay in your system for like what, like six weeks. 
like so the allergic reaction lasted six weeks so like it was head to toe hives so itchy so tired like throwing up it was so bad and then they put me on a different medication and I turned out to be allergic to that one as well and then they put me on another medication found out I was also allergic to that one so like it was just like a series of events where it's like this could work for you but you're allergic to like all of the medications that would work for you oh yeah that I bet you were really upset about that. I was. And, like, now I, like, finally found a medication that I guess is, like, I'm not allergic to. Like, the one medication that I'm not allergic to. But the problem has been, like, every so often it just stops working. So then I have to do, like, another infusion for, like, a loading dose. And then it starts working for, like, four months. And then it stops working. And then we have to do that again. And then it starts working. Yeah. So... It's, it's it's not nice even though i didn't really like infusions anyway um yeah <laughs> um like i much prefer what i'm doing now like i'm on the um Himera, like every two weeks yeah um which it, it, it actually worked out quite well you know because like they said at the hospital that i was going to go on this to start with but i decided uh-huh. to go with the infusion because i was quite new to crimes and um i didn't want to be at home like recently after I was diagnosed exactly yeah I wanted to be there but um but it worked out quite well you know because it stopped and then I went I was on this for a while like the the Himera and then Covid hit and then I'm at home (laughs) and and then I'm at home I'm not at the hospital so that's better yeah actually yeah a lot better I was Himera was one of the medications that I was allergic to and then they did like desensitization. So like basically they did like they put a little bit of the medication in over like a long period of time to kind of like immunize me to it. And it worked for a little bit. And then it just like it and then I got the hives again and it just all went crazy. Yeah. What uh what are you taking at the moment then? Like Stellara. Okay. So that one, it's like, I have a love-hate relationship with it because when it works, I'm good. When it doesn't work, I'm like, oh my gosh, work. Is that like just, is that similar to a mirror where you just inject? Yeah, it's the same injection. It's just like, you can eat, like, it's just, it's every, like, it's every four weeks, I think. That's not too bad. Yeah. Well, do do you have like a set time you do it each time or do you, do you just do it when you feel like? I have like it on my phone. Like I have like a reminder like set like every four weeks, like I have to take it. And then like, but I don't like have like a certain time of the day. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm busy. Like I'm hanging out with friends today. I'll do it like after, you know, yeah. or like, I'm not busy. We'll do it in the morning. It doesn't like, you know, I don't have like a set time. It's just like. Yeah. I I, I don't have a sort of reminder. I just, I get reminded. <laughs> um like from family and stuff um like what 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 happens is i have it every two weeks um Uh and i get injected i don't do it myself because i scream (laughs) sometimes i scream um i don't know it's 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 sometimes i saw it's it's weird you know because the last time i laughed um, yeah um i don't know why i was just laughing because i don't know um like like you say like with yours it's a love and hate relationship um yeah it's like this is gonna help me but it's hurting me real bad right now <laughs> yeah like once it can be really hurtful another time it can't 
Um, exactly. Um, one time it would leak. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you, you just put in. It was quite funny at the time. Well, it wasn't actually. I was, I was, I was very not very happy about it, but I laugh at it now. Um, <laughs> I it was ejected in me, and then it was pressed before it was in me. I mean, in my leg, in my thigh. Um, oh. So, so it could have. I think half of it went in, and half of it didn't. Um, so, uh, which is why the reason I, in case things go wrong, I do about lunchtime, about twelve o'clock. Yeah. Um, like each, either 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 on a Thursday or a Friday, um, yeah. It's not, it's either one of those two days, um, and then, and yeah, it's done in a few seconds, really. Yeah, like the same with me. Like I think I've, I usually I try to inject it myself a couple times because I've been on like Humira and I've been on other medications that were injections, and I did it a couple times, and I just found I'd much rather have other people do it for me. Like I just. The mental game of just like it hurting and then you like put it like it's too much for me. I'm just like every, you know, I learned how to do it. I can if there's an emergency, but can somebody else do it for me? I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's it's much better when you have someone else doing it for you. Like I I, I have like we have enough injections, injections as it is, don't we? Yeah. Anyway, so um when we when we, when we have to, we we'll do it. But yeah, yeah. That's how it is. Like, if I'm like, if nobody's home and like it needs to happen and I need to do it, I'm like, okay, we can do this. Like, it's fine, you know? But if I have the option for somebody else to do it for me, much rather take that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I suppose I'm like, you go for a lot of blood tests as well, like in the yeah. hospital. Um, I don't they go for do. as much as I used to, though. Yeah. That's like good. I honestly feel like they should just give us like doctor degrees at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's funny you say that because. I, I find quite a lot of people that have Crohn's or IBD do like to go into like the work. I know a lot of them like, like to become doctors and I think yeah. that's like so cool you know yeah. I feel like there should be like more doctors that like have like experienced some things you know yeah like, I feel like you're going into like like if you're going if you're if you have a doctor with the same illness as you I feel so much safer with that doctor yeah you know I feel like they understand yeah it, it'd be much easier wouldn't it and 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 better because like you you struggle to trust someone that doesn't and they tell you these things and you question yourself um, exactly like should this be what we're doing here yeah exactly <laughs> yeah um but um do you still find because like like we said like like still want to be careful as well like like always cautious do do do, do you find that not everyone understands like why we like that still yeah, I definitely have like heard it from um a couple different people like them just not being understanding or like yeah, like understanding why I am so cautious. And it's not that I'm not like going out or doing things. It's just like when I do, I just take little extra precautions. Like I like constantly have hand sanitizer on me every time I touch something, it's hand sanitizer. It's like, you know, I still like I take like when I do go out, I try to stay away from like large groups of people. I don't like that, you know. Yeah. Um, like if I do go outside, it's usually with a small, like intimate group. Um, I try not to be like around um a bunch of people, but I do like I have taken like certain precautions, and it's been like people haven't always been the most understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Or even been a bit critical, you know. Yeah. 
like yeah uh, I, I i get what you mean because it like for example with social distancing and, and stuff and if you say to someone that like can you step back and they ask you yeah. why you kind of feel like what are you gonna say like like oh you could say like what i'd normally say is that i'm, I'm vulnerable like i don't know if you've got I can't. I can't. In fact, you've got to treat most people like they have COVID or something. Yeah, exactly. That's how it's don't been. Know. Like exactly. You don't or know. Even like a cold. You know, like I found like when like I found like even like because like we're immunocompromised, like really sensitive, like our immune systems just don't fight the same way that everybody else's does. A little cold could like set you back. You know, like getting the flu could be like astronomical. Like I've gotten the flu and I've been in the hospital. You know. Like, little things here and there just, like, affect um, the body more than others, you know? So, like, any little thing can just set it off, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, even before COVID times. Like, yeah. It, 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 was, it was like that. It, like, always cautious, always, like, I suppose we, we were, you could, like, if you're a really bad flare, you would be isolated still. So yeah. So, we, we kind of knew that process. Uh, exactly I found like before like when like COVID was first happening everybody's freaking out I'm like this is like what I've been living my day like like yeah well, well welcome to the world of um IBDs and, and I know <laughs> chronic illnesses um, for real yeah because like um like it, it it is like because with Crohn's we're all similar but we experience it differently exactly um and that's similar with covid really um, it really is yeah. um and i know covid's the thing like it has been the thing you like to talk about um and stuff but and then then you'll get people who don't understand maybe crohn's and they'll say um i, I had covid and i was fine uh, I, I yeah. didn't know i had it and <laughs> um and then you feel like what are you gonna say like we, we, like we don't know how we go each person doesn't know how they're gonna react exactly and because our immune systems are already like fighting like 10 times harder it's just it's it's safer to be more cautious you know yeah it is um like like have you had like any surgeries for your crohn's so i've never had surgery for crohn's um because they they do the doctors have said that I probably will need surgery in the future. Um, but as like a child, I just like it was just figuring out like medications. Like I kept being allergic to medications, so they weren't able to like give anything like a fair shot, you know. So right now, I think in the future I will have to have at some surgery at some point, um, for the Crohn's. But right now, I have not. Yeah, it's it's good that you haven't yet. Yeah, it's um... yeah. I haven't too. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, you don't find many people though. <laughs> really I know <laughs> a lot of people like, but I found like a lot of like my friends that have it like they get the surgery and then they're like set for life. Like my yeah. my friend, he um recently had surgery and he's like been in remission and he's like feeling great and I'm like, I wish. Oh, uh, if it also was like that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I not, yeah. It, there's always risk with surgery as well. There is, and it's quite scary because, like, what well, I I went for a sigmoid, osteopathy last September. 
Yeah. Um, and like I, I, I had people reading to me like you've got to consent to like that. There, there's gonna be a risk that you might have to have surgery. Something goes wrong. Like a pipe. Yeah. Hits something. And uh, uh, and when they told me that, I was thinking, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, like, like I don't have surgery. I'm here to for you to look, put a camera in me. Have a look. Exactly. Around. Um, always having to like sign those, but they always do it like the worst case scenario, and I'm like, don't. <laughs> um, like if it ha- I, like I'm like in my mind, I'm like if that happens, okay, but just yeah. don't just don't tell me because that that kind of stuff can make you more worried. Going exactly. In. I'm like right before I go in, like I get like I get like hospital anxiety. Where I'm like, I've done it for so many years, but I still like get like the eerie feeling. Like I don't like being in hospitals. Like I don't like going in for like procedures. Like that is like my worst thing. I get so much. I get like, I start like hyperventilating. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Um, but when they tell me stuff like that, I'm just like, just just wait until I'm sleeping. Yeah. It it lasts longer than it is. Yeah. As it well. Does it does because yeah it's 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 not ideal but um like if they i, I think they are creating a new one where like you can swallow a camera and then yeah i've done that one yeah. it's kind of yeah. crazy you've done that one yeah i've done it a couple times it's honestly like the easiest thing ever yeah and then when you go to toilet it, it goes out yeah exactly yeah. like you literally it's like it's pretty big but it's like it's honestly you just swallow it and then they put like all these cords on you and you're able to like walk around like I've gone to school with it all right and they yeah. just do that and like yeah you have like a bunch of cords hanging off of you but like yeah. I'd rather do that than be in the hospital right now so yeah because um yeah I think that that would be the next thing really like because I think it's fairly new yeah it uh, is really yeah. new yeah because um yeah it, it like it, is it not really painful either it's not painful at all. Like, absolutely not. It's like, it's honestly really easy. You just swallow it and then you go about your day. And the a lot of the people that I know, like, haven't, like, really had it. But because I was, like, I think I was part of, like, the first group in my area to kind of ever have it. Um, and then we they've kind of just stuck with it ever since. Like, yeah, I've had, like, other, like, like endoscopies and, like, other things like that. But on top of that, I've also had the, like, pill cam. Yeah. Is, is that quite recent that you had that then? Yeah, it's been like within the past like three years I've had it. So I okay. think I've had it about like four times in the past three years. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I think that that is the way forward because like like a sigmoid osteopy and um a coronal osteopy is um like the two times I've had sedation and the other one I had um gas and air. But it is is I suppose that the the camera you swallow it and it comes out in the toilet is is a much easier option it honestly is it really honestly because like it's like it's also like a mental thing I think for me like being like being in the hospital being in like a really sterile environment like it's just not the most comfortable for me I just get like I get a lot of anxiety and like being able to like be in my house well it's like it makes me so much more comfortable yeah yeah and I if I'm in a hospital I don't want to be in it long exactly um like I don't like when I go for meetings like with like with my consultant but I, I I the reason I don't like it is because like it's normally quite late and I have to sit around with other people and I don't like it um but, I don't like it either um, I don't I don't like 
Yeah, and like it's not like you. The thing is, if you say someone you're you're vulnerable, someone else may say that they're vulnerable too. So you haven't like I think people miss how different someone vulnerable can be different to someone else because exactly like like depending like so someone may someone else may have crimes but be vulnerable but maybe not as vulnerable someone else who may be taking in most of presence and maybe someone else isn't exactly yeah because i think everyone if you're on medication or not you're going to be vulnerable yeah exactly. but, but there's crime. like a different level to it mm, yeah it's like you have different sets exactly like um like like personally for me i i i was like in a crosses or still am like extremely clinically vulnerable and yeah like, like we said like there's different sets and different levels um but yeah like um do you have like do you have a stoma bag um i don't i never had that um yeah. ever me too um yeah yeah because that that's another thing that quite a lot of people have and um, yeah worse. honestly like one of my best friends has it like a lot of my friends have like gotten the surgery and like they've had it and I think it's like I think it's I think it's really interesting I've just like never needed it like I was on enteral nutrition for many years um I think two years I was doing um nasal gastric feeding so I had the nasal gastric tube and um so yeah I was like I was doing that for a really long time and then like and then I hit remission so I wasn't doing it and then now that I've fallen out of remission I I'm starting um feeding back up next week I think okay yeah because like we're, like are you fearful of like if you did get one like like of getting a stoma or bad maybe in the future like uh, would you be fearful or, like a bit scared I think I would be scared just for the fact of like surgery and like I think it's like I think it'd be hard for me to kind of like cope with it um in certain ways but if like I need it I need it you know I'm not gonna like deny treatment just because I'm gonna feel uncomfortable yeah yeah because well, I think it's those are the two kind of things that you fear I suppose when you have Crohn's um yeah like surgery and having a stomach back exactly um, and like because I was doing like and like nasogastric feeding, so I had the tube for a really long time, and so like doing that was a little like stigmatizing. Like I was like, oh my gosh, like I, it was it's it's hard to like be, have an invisible disease, you know, like because like so many years of my life, like people have told me, oh, like it's invisible, like you're not sick, like you're fine, you know, like people outside of, like the medical community. And then I finally, like, that was the first time that I ever, like, wore my disease on the outside. And it was really hard for me because I was able to, like, hide, like, kind of, like, where I was at. And then when I got that in YouTube, I was like, okay, like, this is a part of me. Like, I, I should start sharing it. You know, I shouldn't, like, hide it anymore. But it was also really hard. It's it's really hard to kind of, like, come to that conclusion. That's it. Yes, it, it, like, it's good because, like, you're talking about it. Like, yeah. Um, like openly, like, like I think before we both said that, like we wasn't open straight away. Like exactly. Like it it takes a while, a while, doesn't it? It it really does. It's just it's also like hard. Like it's hard to like be like a kid and be like, I have an illness. Like it's 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 scary. You know, like you kind of like every kid's like, oh my gosh, illnesses are like for adults. And I was I was in that boat too. I was like, illnesses are for adults. What are you talking about? 
you know? Yeah. And then now it was like, once I like reached that point where I was like, people are seeing me sick. It's, it's hard to be vulnerable in front of people. Yeah. Like you don't want people to see you in a different way. Exactly. And I think I was really scared of like people thinking like, I, Oh, I was the sick girl or like, Oh my gosh. Like, cause like also like, because I had it like young, I got my NG tube young. So I think I got it when I was like, I want to say like 10 years old. So I was still like kind of going to school, like having this thing in my face and people are like, oh my gosh, is she contagious? Like, this is crazy. Cause like they're kids, like they don't know anything, but at the same time, it like, it really like hurt me, you know? Yeah. I think, I think that's one of the things that we like when you got told you have Crohn's um, ourselves, like it's one of the things that we thought too, like, is it contagious or something? Exactly. Um, um, which you can understand, but it's not very nice when people say it exactly and I think I was made I was I was a little made fun of for it like just like in like different ways and like that like it also like really shaped me today because like now I advocate for a bunch of different like chronic illnesses and I try to be like the most open and like when I like have kids that reach out to me and they have chronic illnesses I really like to talk to them and like let them know like I'm here for you like I support you like don't listen to like what other people say because that's like really what I needed when that was happening that's great that you do that because like it's it's nice when you have like that, that kind of support but, like people say that like they like to see what you're doing and, yeah and, and talking about it yeah but I not only try to make my platform like about chronic illnesses I also try to make it like about like my normal life because I'm like like a chronic illness does not like define me like I am not Crohn's Gabby I am Gabby and I happen to have Crohn's you know so like stuff like that I try to be like as most like open and honest like about like my health journey but also just like my life journey like growing up into like a human like with ideas and emotions and you know like I do things and I try to share that as much as possible to try to let people know like oh my gosh it's not just like just because you have a chronic illness doesn't mean you have to live in your illness you can live with it you know yeah like we do so many things like um like we can, we can go on holiday we can go we, we can do things we, we can do anything exactly and that's what I try to make it like be like you can do anything you want like as long as you set your mind to it and as long as you're being safe and healthy you can do it like 100% so I try to share that as much as possible because I think it's important for like not only kids but also like teenagers and adults to like understand like just because you have this doesn't mean you have to like set your whole life on hold you might yeah. have to do things like differently and like learn how to maneuver, but n- nothing needs to stop. Yeah, like things can change, like routines exactly. can change, which isn't ideal, but that's part of life, really. Is exactly, it? Anyway. it really is. Like everybody's yeah. constantly learning how to pivot and maneuver in different situations, and some people just have to learn it younger than others. You know. Yeah, and like, would you say like school was quite hard for you, like, Gabby? I would say like during like younger middle school elementary me it was a little bit harder just because I was missing like so much school for like testing and stuff because I was diagnosed at eight years old but I was I've been doing testing for like since I was six so basically like my entire school career has just been like doctor's appointments and tests like I had like you know so stuff like that has always been like difficult and especially like when I was getting tested um 
and like going through like procedures and stuff to try to figure out what was happening teachers aren't most the un- aren't most like the most understanding people because I don't have a diagnosis yet you know like they're like oh she's just missing like so much school like she's lazy she's not doing her homework because she's lazy and I'm like uh-huh. no I I can't stay up more than four hours a day I'm sorry <laughs> you know like so like during the beginning of like my school career it was a lot harder and like now I found it's actually a lot easier for me now I think just because like I've had like so much practice but also like I think like as you get older like your teachers start to become a little bit more lenient and they're like I mean as long as you're here one day a week like you're good you know yeah yeah like it like I I agree what you sound like about, about, about teachers and stuff because they're not going to really understand um, yeah. and, and it's hard to it, it, I don't, we know crying is hard to explain to someone who doesn't know have a clue what it is exactly <laughs> yeah um and I was the same like I there, like there was a time where I would still go into school if I was in a flare and really painful one like, yeah same like we saw about the stomach pain I would have one hand on my stomach even though that wouldn't do anything um, yeah um because it wouldn't would it me holding my hands and my stomach isn't going to help yeah in my head it does something yeah. like yeah. yeah not really yeah so but I don't know because it's it's that painful when I have one hand on the pen and then the teacher's like um do you want to go to the library and, and stuff and do and just sit there and stuff and and I say no I say no because people could ask why I'm here um, exactly and I don't want to and if I and if I say why I'm here and they say you're not allowed to be here I am going to be very nice <laughs> about the situation. I, I experienced the same thing because, like, I would, I had, like, a permanent pass where, like, I could leave class to go to the nurse's office or go, like, wherever I needed to be. And I had, like, a permanent pass. Like, I just wore it around, like, my little, I wore it, like, around my neck. It was just, like, a little pink pass. And I would have, like, teachers stop me saying, you're not allowed to be here. I'm like, I am allowed to be here. Like, here's my pass. And they would, like, send me to the office and stuff. And I'd be like, I'm getting in trouble for, like, using resources that I've been told I had to have so I literally had to have my doctor come to my school for a staff meeting and they set all the teachers down all the teachers and staff and everyone and we're like this is Gabby's condition if you guys stop her like one more time this is gonna be this is not gonna be well because it was like it was getting ridiculous because I'm like I have like I'm running to the nurse's office right now like I'm about to throw up and you're stopping me and I have to explain myself like it's just it's not good you know yeah, it's yeah, that that sounds awful. Like, like because that's it. Because teachers don't really communicate and and stuff. And you wouldn't thought they would have to in in, a, yeah. in in situations like that. And and like if you're getting told that you can do something, then another teacher says you can't. Like they don't. Another teacher that maybe isn't your teacher, but it's just yeah. it's just a teacher in the school. Exactly. Um, doesn't really have a right to tell you that you can't do something when your actual teacher of your class told you to exactly. do something. Exactly. I found like that's like, I feel like I've met like a lot of really accommodating teachers and a lot of amazing teachers and that they are so nice and so like understanding. And then I've met other ones that are just not understanding at all. And they just like, and I, I don't know like what it is. Like I really do like want to get to the bottom of it because I think it like, it is like traumatic to like have like an authority figure when you are like so young or like so impressionable be like you're not allowed to do this and then like you just like I remember like crying because I would like I'd have a teacher like yelling at me like I'm skipping class or like I'm doing something I'm like no I'm not doing any of those things but I'm like sitting here crying as this like grown person is yelling at me and like I've already been told that I can do things so like it's 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 frustrating 
yeah, it, it, it's frustrating. And like, especially if you're on a really bad flare too, like you haven't got the energy to communicate with people really. Exactly. Like I didn't have the energy. Like I was just told, like I take the pass and I leave. Like I don't even have the energy to communicate with my teacher that I'm leaving. I just shine my little pass and then I walk out, you know? Yeah. And so like having to constantly explain myself like three to four times a day is kind of like excessive and ridiculous. It's tiring too. Like it really is. We don't want to explain ourselves. Exactly. So then I like after that, like that kept happening. I just I went on home and hospital, which is like where a teacher like comes to your home or the hospital and they teach you like all your subjects like twice a week. So I did that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's really tough, isn't it? When like, I think schools do need to do better, like to accommodate like especially like not even just like Crohn's but also like different chronic illnesses like there are people that are like struggling with different chronic illnesses um kids and I think like I think a lot of teachers or not a lot I think some teachers are in the mindset of these are kids they're so young they have so much like life inside of them like they can't be going through anything you know and I think it's important to kind of like shift that mindset you know because like kids have go through serious issues whether it be like chronic illnesses or even other issues you know I think there should be like a community where teachers are kind of taught to be like a little bit more empathetic or like a little bit more understanding of different situations like you don't have to know what a kid's going through to under to look at them and see that they're struggling you know yeah like I suppose like as we said before everyone's different like with every chronic illness and some people want to be more private with it and which you can understand like that you may want to just tell your family and stuff and like briefly tell teachers but not exactly over go talk about all the time um because a lot of you said before like like you don't want to be known well is it, it it's okay but you don't want to be like made fun of just because you have a chronic illness and maybe exactly. you're like other feel like you go on about it all the time which it's okay but you just want people to know about it, I guess. Exactly. Like, I found, like, it's just, it'd be so much more, like, the teachers that are accommodating, I love them so much. And I, like, they really, like, changed, like, how I view things. Because, like, I had a, when I was younger, I had a really good teacher. She was amazing. And I still talk to her this to this day just because she was, like, amazing, so understanding. And I really appreciated her for that. And then, like, as I got older, I've, like, met teachers that like aren't the most understanding I'm like why can't you be like her like go to learn from her yeah like that you can uh, like like yeah like like you say like every teacher is different and I guess we have our favorites don't we yeah we do <laughs> yeah and like teachers say they don't they're not allowed to have favorites but we, we, we they do, they, they, do. They? Yeah, <laughs> they, they do they do <laughs> um and there's gonna be teachers that you don't really like um yeah, and that's that but like I don't know they you maybe don't need to tell them that maybe they just know from uh seeing <laughs> yeah um so I think that's like really important to just like even in like even in like the workplace I think like having like bosses understand that like your employees aren't exactly like in the best of health right now and like certain things just like aren't gonna work out you know yeah yeah I think that's important too yeah, like I, I I remember a few years back I was doing a work placement. Um, it's not something that, like, I like really. Yeah. Um, 
but I was there. I I I explained my Crohn's because no one knew where it was. Yeah. Um, and I said that I, I I may need to the toilet a bit more than um other people and and stuff. Um, and like I don't go toilet like five or six times a day. I I'll I'll go when I need to. Um, yeah. Like because they're, 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 that, that, that's another stigma with Crohn's, isn't there? Like it, people think it's just a toilet condition. Yeah, I think that a lot of people like what well, they're not understanding. Like, oh, it's not that. No, no, and like um, and and the diet as well. Like, 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 like people think it's it's just you got to be in the right food, eat, eat the right things. Yeah, I've had so many like people that like aren't doctors just be like, you just have to eat like more proteins or like you just like I'm like that's not what it is. Like, food is not going to help me here. Do you, do do you have to like avoid any certain foods or, or are you okay with that kind of stuff? I like I don't really like avoid any certain foods. Like I was on a strict like SCD diet, which is like the specific carbohydrate diet for a while, but it wasn't like it wasn't super helpful. Like it was just basically taking out all the carbs and sugar from my diet at a very young age, and I don't really think it helped me. Um, but I did the enteral nutrition has always helped just because it gives like your stomach like a break. But, like, certain diets where people are, like, oh, you just have to, like, cut out gluten or, like, you just can't, like, eat this or you just can't eat that. I'm, like, that's not going to cure me. <laughs> no. You can't get cured. Like, we, we got that, it. I know. Like, once you've got it, you've got it. But I've had so many people, like, claim that they can cure me. Like, they're, like, take some Tums, like, you'll be cured. I'm, like, it's yeah. not like that. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 do, do, do you get those, uh, like, messages on Instagram and stuff where they, 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 they people send you messages about getting cured and stuff? I think in the beginning, like, it's a lot of adults, too. I think, like, even, like, my, like, my, like, families, like, my family friends or, like, even, like, my mom's friends, my mom will, like, explain, like, what I'm going through. And they'll be, like, oh, like, I have, like, the perfect thing. Like, there's, like, some oils that you just, like, put on and it'll, you'll feel great. I'm, like, it's not oils. It's not anything. Like, I, it's medication. Yeah. Like, I, I, I spoke to people that, um, like, on here and, and like, they say about, that that their oils and their stuff that they do and like um I had the conversation with them and uh, I can't really say that they're doing a bad thing there because yeah like I although I may uh, you could you can think these things but I I don't think that you get like if you got if we get cured it's gonna be from people that are professionals and. And, exactly uh, and... it's not like some random like person that's giving you like a home remedy like I I think I had somebody tell me that I needed to go I I don't remember I think it was like an oatmeal diet somebody was just like you just have to like eat pure oatmeal and it'll like clear your system and you'll be great and I'm like no that's not gonna help me no it's it's not like you have people who have protein shakes and and and, and, yeah. and, and, and stuff like that um like when I couldn't eat anything when I was di- before I was diagnosed, mm-hmm. um, all I could live on was chicken. Um, yeah. um, I could eat chicken, um, a few sweets, um, I think soup. Um, but yeah, like, and I, I, and then I couldn't eat that, and then I put on these drinks, which I, I didn't like it. Like, you know, when you can't eat anything or even drink, like the insurers, like the ones that you have to like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I I didn't like them. I, think I don't my, like them either. My dad did, even though Dennis doesn't have crimes. He just he should drunk him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's crazy, you know. Like um, like like, like people think that you can you can get cured and and stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm still holding out for a cure, but I feel like the cure is going to come from, like, the professional doctors, you know? Yeah. Not, like, the random people. Yeah, I think, I think that's what that need. If there was a cure, I'd still talk about it, to talk about crimes. Like, Yeah, 100%. Like, if there was a cure, I'd still 100% be an advocate. I'm going to be, I've honestly, like, come to, like, the conclusion, I'm going to be an advocate for, like, my entire life. I'm constantly going to talk about this, even if I'm, like, fully in remission or, like, anything. I'm still going to advocate because I knew, like, when I was younger or, like, even, like, now, like, I really, like, need somebody to speak up for me. And I think I've been doing it for so long that, like, I found, like, I can speak up for other people, too. So, like, I'm hoping for a cure. Like, honestly, like, I would love that. And if there was a cure, I'd be the first in line. <laughs> but um, I'm always going to be, like, an advocate for it. Yeah, like, you kind of, like, after getting diagnosed at eight, like, like you haven't really known anything else other than Crohn's, really, have you? Yeah, I found, like, I've, I've had Crohn's longer than I haven't, you know? Yeah, because, like... Maybe your first seven years, but like, mm-hmm. um, it's really hard to remember that, that when, when you're older, like exactly, yeah. especially like now. Like, I'm like, I've lived most of my life in hospitals that I haven't, you know, like I was, I've been like in and out of hospitals for so long that I'm like, I don't like remember life before that. And I think like what this remission has showed me is like life is was really is really cool like when you're not in pain all the time like it's kind of crazy I didn't realize how much like I was struggling until I wasn't struggling anymore you know it's and then now I'm back to like square one but I'll I'll get in remission again I believe in it you know yeah it's it's gonna happen Gabby yeah thank you yeah thank you you have to let me know (laughs) yeah (laughs) you're gonna get there too you're gonna get there too yeah I hope so (laughs) yeah we'll get there together might might get there on the same day. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, like um, yeah um, but like like you said about joint pain before. Like, how how does joint pain affect you? So I, it's mainly like honestly, it's mainly my back and my knees are pretty like hard to kind of like like walk sometimes. Like I'll like like I have stairs in my house and some days like I I'll take one step of the stairs I'm like yeah we're not gonna be able to walk up the stairs today like it's too painful it's too much like energy I also think like the energy like is so fatigued all the time like if you're like if I'm in pain and like I'm tired I'm just like not going to be able to like participate in the day so um stuff like that it's mainly like where I felt most joint pain has been in my like back and my knees, which sometimes makes it a little bit harder to like maneuver life. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I understand what you mean, like hypermobility, kind of. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because uh, I, I have that, and I've always struggled. Like, uh, like when I was at school, like video people always used to come and stuff. And I'll tell you a funny story. It's not a funny story. It's a bizarre story. Uh, yeah. Like a, f- a few years ago, it, I had cro- I had Crohn's at this point. It was after um, I couldn't walk. Um, yeah. Like uh, I, for some reason I couldn't walk, um, and I can I could kind of feel my legs, but they're really numb. Um, yeah. And then you know, you know the annoying part when you go to the hospital, if it's a Crohn's layer or anything, um, like you can't you have to be waiting hours to get seen. Um, yes because like it's a specialty doctor you know yeah um and what what happened was um 
Like I had half of the, I was there almost a week, I think, and I had all these tests and no one knew what it was. And then all of a sudden I could walk again. <laughs> um, it was weird. It was. Um, and when I, I couldn't walk, like, you know, when they bring injections around to part, like make your blood flow. Um, yeah. Just so you don't get a blood clot. When they said, I'm going to do it, I'm going to, you can have to have that. I was like, no, nope, I will try and walk. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I, I don't want to have any more injections. Yeah, I've also, like, found, like, because, like, I've had, like, a similar thing happen, like, where, like, it's just, like, my, like, my legs just give out, like, I cannot walk, and they're, like, the injections, like, because, like, I think, like, kind of, like, anemia is, like, also, like, my problem, like, I'm severely anemic, so, like, any, like, of these injections that they give me give me, like, massive bruises, like, they're huge, so, like, I just, I don't like, I don't like getting those, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's it's quite crazy, you know. Like, you can get an injection and be bruised, and another one not. Exactly, and I think it's like it's also like it. I think like even like now, like whenever like because I bruise so easily, just like the Crohn's and like the anemia, like every little thing will just like. I hate walking around and just like looking like a plum, you know. Like... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it, it's, it's not a nice feeling, is it? No. Like, I'll fall and, like, I'll end up with, like, a giant bruise. I'm like, how did I get that? I have no idea how that came. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, <laughs> like I, 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 yeah, you just get bruises and, and stuff. And, like, when you go to the hospital, people know who you are and, and stuff like that. And Yeah, I've made so many friends with my nurses. I'm like, what's up, guys? I'm back. Yeah, and they they even recognized me when I got my mask on and stuff. So. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, because um, I, I every time I will wear a mask when I'm at the hospital now. Yeah, same. Every time. Yeah. I think I was doing that before. Like everything happened too. Like I just like whenever I went to like the emergency room or anything, I'd always do it because you never like know like the illnesses or anything. Yeah, because like people can be there like it like what I don't like is when you're put in the like um ER or emergency services um but when something wrong with your crimes happens because it's not it's more than emergency like it's not emergency physically exactly uh, it's just like you you have nowhere else to go but I also like don't think the emergency room is like always like the safest option for kids that like are immunocompromised you know no, like, it's quite packed, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite packed. There's a lot of people, like, you're, like, this is, like, a daily, I feel like, I don't know, they have to have, like, I don't know, an emergency room for people that don't want to go to the emergency room. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they should have, a, maybe call like, an underlining health conditions emergency exactly, room. Exactly, like, for people that, like, know what know what they need, know what they're going in for that that would be perfect yeah and then that's an idea yeah because you'll you'll walk up to the place won't you and 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 they'll be like why are you here because you don't look like that you're you haven't got an injury that you're not exactly you look fine i'm like nope this is what i have this is you can look at my chart it's all there yeah um, you know i just like ah, like when they go in they're like what medications are you allergic to what are you in here for today i'm like just look at my chart it's all there it's all there yeah and I think I remember once I had a something with my Crohn's. Um, I, I think it I was, um, I might not have been diagnosed at this point, but um, 
I, I, I went into and it was in the middle of the night. I was in so much pain, like it was, yeah. it was like a burning, stabbing thing in my stomach. And I went in and then waiting for hours to get seen and stuff. And a person done my blood test and because um, I'm nice and I didn't want to interrupt. Um, he he put it in not in the right place, right in my skin. He he did it. Um, and I I I cried a little bit. Um, oh. and what happened was um, I think my dad said to Tom to stop because what he was doing wrong. And uh, what was funny, what he said afterwards, he was like, he he has been doing this many of years and he's professional and. Like, I would appreciate it for him to actually come and say sorry himself, but he got his Exactly. You know, like, I feel like sometimes, like, when I have to get poked again or, like, when a doctor does something wrong, I think they like to tend to, like, make it more of, like, excuses and be like, hey, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Like, this is, that that wasn't, I'm sorry I made a mistake. Like, I know that hurt you. Like, I'm sorry. Instead of them being like, I've done this so many years. And, like, if this has never happened before, like, I'm, you know, I'm like. Yeah, Yeah, because, like. That is what the assistant lady said to me because yeah. I went away as soon as that was happening and yeah um and then like he he should have come over really I wouldn't have been happy with him to see him but yeah <laughs> it would have been better for her to talk, yeah. to talk to him for uh and instead of his uh psychic <laughs> yeah. coming up to me um but yeah like but the the thing about crimes I do love enjoy speaking to people like you and and people who have crimes it's very nice yeah it really is i i enjoy it too like i feel like there's like there's things like we you can kind of like understand that other people like can't really understand you know like i think i've been lucky to like be blessed with people like in my life and like my friends like around me like my best friend he has uh crohn's and like we've gone through like similar situations he's a more recent diagnosis than i am but like we're like it's it's a lot easier to talk to somebody about it that like understands you know yeah it, it is and like I, I i started doing this kind of stuff shortly when we was in the first lockdown for the pandemic and yeah um like creating like not, not, not just like just an awareness page just to raise yeah. awareness or certain things because I, I spoke to people spoke to me about different chronic illnesses even i didn't know existed yeah um it, it's quite crazy how many out there there is of, of, of different it really ones. is like everybody's struggling like a little bit in this world and I think like just like meeting people that like are struggling in the same ways that you are is really healthy and yeah. can be really like freeing yes yeah, it's, it, it's great and like you learn so much you really do I really do enjoy it yeah um well Gabby's been it's very nice speaking to you because we've had it's really been nice great time. speaking to you I've had so much fun doing this yeah um before we finish, is there any any more advice that you, you want to give to people about crimes? Um, yeah, I would say like if you're if you have Crohn's, honestly, like just like know that like even if you are struggling in this moment, that doesn't mean like you can't do certain things. Like for me, um, like just because you're going through something doesn't mean like you have to stop doing the things that you love or the things that um the things that like matter to you you know like I've started like on my YouTube channel I've started doing um my bucket list adventure which is like in this time of like health struggle I'm still trying to do something that I love and like I want to do you know like I'm still passionate about things so I would say um 
right now, honestly, just do what you want to do. It might have to be like modified or you might have to do it differently, but that don't stop yourself from doing what you love or like what you enjoy. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I love that, Gabby, because like we, we can't like it's about you doing your own bucket list. Um, yeah, I'm really excited yeah. for it. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, some things are bigger than others. Um, some things are for when I like can't move or like I can't get out of bed or like I'm really struggling, but I've like made it like a pack to myself. Like I'm gonna complete something every week, you know. Well, it's every week you're doing it. Um. Yeah, every week I'm doing. I'm crossing off a new thing off my bucket list, and it's gonna get posted on my YouTube channel. So, have you done this week yet? I have. It was yeah. just posted yesterday. It was really exciting. I got to swim in underwater caves. It was pretty fun. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Are you, are you a good swimmer? Um, I'm like I'm an okay swimmer. I'm not a great swimmer, but I I I got it. Yeah, yeah. It must have been quite cool just to swim under caves. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was really interesting. It was honestly an amazing experience. Yeah. And I like the entire week I was really like having like so many doctor's appointments and it was just kind of like, it was almost like euphoric. Like I got in there and just like everything kind of like left my mind and it was just like, peaceful. Yeah. Like, I'll have to have a watch. Uh, to, to, yeah. It was super yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite cool. You're doing that. Like you're kind of your bucket list journey. Yeah. I'm yeah. really excited for yeah. it. Has it just been how, how long have you been doing that for then? Like, literally, you know? I just started it because I was like, I just like fell out of remission. I was like, remission is not going to stop me from doing what I love, right? So, like, this week was my first week posting the video, um, for the bucket list, and I'm really excited for it. For like, it's going to last, like, it's going to be able to grow with me, like, it's going to be a journey for everyone, and I'm really excited to share. Yeah. Are you already planning next week's? Uh, as yes, well? we're doing, we're doing next week's video today. Oh, yeah. What, yeah what are you gonna do i'm gonna be making like all like some of my favorite foods from scratch like purely from scratch and i'm not a baker and i'm not like a great cook so it's gonna be interesting but i'm gonna learn yeah oh yeah uh, yeah that that's gonna be fun like yeah it's yeah. gonna be pretty fun i'm excited yeah. for it yeah so it's a no stop late like you just be keep on going and going yeah it's like it's non-stop it's gonna keep going and going and it'll be able to like grow with me like through like everything like there are different things that I want to cross off my bucket list um and some are gonna some are really big like I want to visit all my friends that are like out of state and then uh, some are small like I just want to learn learn another language you know like some are just different yeah yeah that that's a really good idea because like knowing that like you have Crohn's and you can do all this stuff like exactly and I'm still like sharing my health journey through it all so I think it's like it's it's me you know yeah, like, I, I've kind of, this year, I'm going to be taking something off my bucket list too. Oh, um, really? Yeah, it, I'm going to be doing, on my birthday, actually, Um, it's, I'm doing it on my birthday, Um, I'm doing a skydive. Um, <gasps> That's I am. so cool, yeah. I've always wanted yeah. to do that, that yeah. literally sounds yeah. amazing. I've done an indoor one a few years ago. Really? Yeah, Um, for my 18th birthday, I did an indoor one. And then I'm going to do the real thing this year for my 21st. That is so yeah. cool. Well, yeah. happy, happy early birthday. That is so exciting. Yeah, it's going to, it's, it's going to be in, 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 in um, it's, it's going to be September time. This episode might already be out by then, but if not, thank you for my birthday wish. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yay. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I am petrified. Well, I'm not, I will be petrified when I'm going up there and down. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to record it all. So 
that's yeah. so exciting i'm i want to see that that sounds yeah. actually really I'll, cool. i'll send it to you and i'm sure you'll see it anyway but um, yeah i will i'll definitely um, look for it that's my journey thing um <laughs> um for the year i think <laughs> um but but yeah I, I look forward to seeing your like um that you're like continuing saying what you're doing gabby because it is great thank you so much this has been so much fun definitely and we'll, we'll definitely do this again yes definitely, definitely. thanks gabby <laughs> Thank you.